Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Set With Emphasis. I am so glad you are back for another episode. I hope your Tuesday is going well. Mine is <laughs> not. I am so stressed. I literally should be studying for finals and writing this stupid paper that I need to finish, but instead I'm speaking into this microphone. And I apologize about my voice. It honestly sounds like I got hit by a truck. I think I have this one cold that reappears three times throughout the fall, and I woke up this morning and it decided that it wanted to appear again. So that was really fun. But in all honesty, I had a topic that I wanted to talk about this week. I was kind of working through it last week and going over stuff I wanted to say, but this Friday, was it Friday? This Friday was um, the Santa Bar Crawl, and that was completely irrelevant. I actually don't know why I said that, but (laughs) this Friday was the Santa Bar Crawl, and I was out and talking with somebody, and it totally changed my mind and sparked the topic for this week's episode, which is finding your voice. So a lot of people are probably like, Kay, like, what the fuck does that even mean? But finding your voice kind of means like finding your style, your passion, your vibe, and just your voice in careers, within relationships, friendships, or even your own personal voice through life. It's like finding your purpose. And that resonated really well with me because obviously I'm still figuring this whole thing out. I don't even know if anyone is still listening (laughs) at this point. I'm figuring out what I want from this podcast, how it's all going. And it's hard because I have all of these like marketing techniques running through my head and I attribute it to my education here and my last four years because that's a lot of what I've been learning is how do I brand this podcast? How do I execute this in a successful way to increase the audience reach? Or what's my brand strategy and how can I best nail that target audience? But I don't even know who my target audience is beyond my roommates, (laughs) genuinely, and I know that's probably the very last thing I should be saying on this podcast, but I don't even know who it is, and one episode might be swearing too much for some people, and the next is too serious for others, and the next is too related to drinking or not enough related to drinking for all the alcoholics out there, but you know, you're never going to please everyone. You just are not. And why would I want to anyways? Everything has been done before and I'm not trying to follow someone's style or copy someone's vibe. That's not at all what I'm trying to do. I'm just doing my own thing and in my own way and I feel like the target audience will show itself then. I also feel like this might be a little bit off topic but I feel like everything has been done before and that almost sends me into an existential crisis. I always say that word wrong. Isix existential you guys I say that wrong every time I say it but you know what I mean because when you think about it even thinking about something as specific as music you almost think like everything's been done before like how could we possibly make up a new beat or a new song that doesn't sound like something that's been done in the past and the same goes for styles like how can we create new styles or something that's brand new when we've been on this planet for how many years and people have been working towards new ideas forever So the same goes for like podcasting or talking about topics. I am trying to do something new, yes, but I'm also trying to add my own spin on it. People like (laughs) use this phrase for like college girls or like sorority girls. They're like, 
They're all the same, just in different fonts. And I feel like that's anyone who's inventing anything in general, even technology. It's advancing and society's advancing, but it's almost just a spinoff off of something else. And it's new, yes, but you still have a basis and a foundation that you're pulling from. So whatever, that was just a little bit of a tangent. When I go down that rabbit hole and think about how everything has been done, it like literally stresses me out. But all I'm trying to say here is you have to do it for you. Things have been done. People can say what they want, but you have to do what you ultimately want to do and find your voice and put your spin on it. Make it your own font, whatever. So I've always been kind of someone who has known who I am. I really have been. I feel like my personality has never changed too much. I mean, my looks are a completely different story. I am a type of person where every single year I look like a brand new person. I was just talking about this with my roommates. I'm like, if you saw me freshman year, you would be like, who is that woman? Like, I still have the bright blonde hair and the freckles, yes, but I do not look like myself at all. But my personality, I mean, I would like to say it stayed the same. And I've just been trying to navigate how my purpose is supposed to shine through in like a career path. And I definitely want to use an individual episode to talk about navigating career paths and just careers in general, because I've gone through so many different changes and phases, but it does relate to finding your voice and finding what you want to do. Also, I feel like nowadays we are forced to conform to the norms that are presented to us on our social media feeds or through the judgment of others. And that is something that just really irks me because I feel like it really confines people and takes away from their creativity. Like you think that this one method, because it works on someone else, it's going to work on you. And that is just not going to lead to any substantial happiness whatsoever. So I'm kind of getting into it right now, but I want to talk about why finding your voice is important. I feel like anyone who listens can attest to knowing what it feels like to feel like your days repeat themselves. Like day after day, you do the same things and are constantly going through the motions or you're leaving your house at the same time and you're seeing the same people and you kind of just don't feel like you're being fulfilled. You feel like you're bored or maybe you're even to the point where you just do not like the point in life that you are at. You don't like your job, where you live, who you're living with or where you are, whatever it may be. And I want to say that that is definitely normal, but we're not meant to be going through the motions. We're meant to have something that makes us happy, that makes us motivated and eager to get out of bed in the morning. And that's not to say that every day is like sunshine and fucking rainbows because that's not the truth and that's also not the point. But we are not meant to all be in sync with each other. What works for someone most likely won't always work for you. And I feel like we've been confined to follow this routine and this specific path in life and it just doesn't work for everybody. You have your own unique path and way to live and that is one thing that social media completely ruins about society. I feel like it tries to make you believe that this one workout or product or outfit or angle will make you look as flawless as the person in the image that you are referring to. And that's just simply not true. The same goes for lifestyles and hobbies and just overall perspectives. You need to find what works for you, your voice, because it is out there and sometimes it takes a little internal digging to find that. 
And like you guys, I sound like a hippie. I'm like, if you just sit back and meditate and close your eyes and look internally, you will find it. Also, okay, I talked to someone about this. I think it was my freshman year and it literally sticks in my brain. Like I cannot forget it. We were talking about religion and talking about how different religions believe different things. And I think I asked her like, how are we all supposed to go to heaven if we believe that there are different ways to get there? And what she said to me is like, think about when you're with a group and you're all hungry, but you're all hungry for different things. Maybe you're hungry for McDonald's, they're hungry for Mexican food, someone's hungry for Culver's. And once you eat it, you're all satisfied in the same way. Your hunger's gone. The same goes for religion. People have their different methods and their different outlets for achieving their faith or achieving that hunger or that satisfaction that they're looking for. The same goes for finding your voice. What fulfills you isn't going to fulfill the person next to you, but if your intentions are clean and you're just looking for what makes you happy, then you're not doing anything bad. You're just doing something different. Okay, now I really sound like a hippie. I'm sorry. Okay, so... You guys are probably like, all right, Katie, you've gone on and on about why you should find your voice, why it's important, how the hell do you do it? So first, I want to start by saying just taking a step back and just relax. Oh, my God. I actually, fun fact, I hate that word. There is a couple of people in my past who know I hate the word relax and hate being told to calm down. So they do it to me as a joke and it literally riles me up. Like I hate being told it whatsoever. Something about it makes me have an opposite reaction, but it is true. I think we just need to relax. Sometimes we work ourselves up and overthink oh my gosh, what are my interests? What's my purpose? I need to do it now. Like time's running out. Oh my God, I'm going to die. Like just breathe, take a step back and clear your mind. Next, remember that you are in control of creating the life you want. Also, this stresses me out as well. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in control. I need to start now. Like I have so many dreams. I knew I need to achieve them right now. But when you really think about that and you take a step back, if you could create any life that you want, what would that look like? Think about that. If you could create any life you want, what would that look like? What would you be doing each day? Who would you be with? Where would you be? And this isn't just to say like you're on full vacation mode. Like this also goes for a profession. What do you want to see yourself doing each day? How do you want that to look? And once you envision that, you kind of have an overarching idea or goal, and then you can kind of set up the means to achieve that goal. Next, identify things you care about. For a lot of people, I'm sure this is similar. You know, everyone cares about friends, family, world peace, all the good stuff. But really focus in on the specific things and the unique things about you that you specifically care about. Maybe that's medicine or fitness or food or marketing or whatever it may be. Just kind of hone in on that and make a list. If you have to write it down, write it down. But everyone has little quirks and niches on what they care about that makes them themselves. Next, I I need to find a new word besides next. I feel like I've said that like 20 times. Okay, whatever. Next, assess your strengths and your talents and also your weaknesses as well. When I was younger, oh my God, I wanted to either be the next Hannah Montana, I'm not even kidding you, or I wanted to be my third grade teacher. I thought she was the fucking best, but I can't sing 
and I don't have patience for children. So like that wasn't going to work. But when I look back on both of those, I love the idea of speaking and not necessarily like performing, but conveying my words and (laughs) dare I say, have attention on me. Okay, whatever, sue me, whatever. But assessing your strengths and talents are just ultimately such a critical part in finding your voice. Okay, another step is one that I actually just recently added to this because I was thinking about it and I'm like, hmm, maybe it's just the high school I went to that required this that makes it so impactful. But volunteering, okay, hear me out. We get way too caught up in our own head sometimes to even realize that our ability to even assess our voice is a blessing in of itself. Sometimes you need to take your mind off of yourself and put it on someone else, specifically someone in need, to kind of put your perspectives and your priorities in check. When you're getting so wound up and you need to take a step back, volunteering is a good perspective check and a good reality check for you. Another suggestion is thinking about these two times, times when you felt as if you were at your best or times when you achieved something. So times when you were at your best, if you think about it, even if it's minimal, like you're in the car with your friends or you're at home on a Sunday with your family watching football, think about times where you are at your best and assess how you feel in those moments. Maybe you are more relaxed or maybe you're being pushed in the right way or you're being surrounded by people that you love or you're kind of using your talents to achieve something. And like I said, the same goes for achievement. A lot of times those little achievements in our past are little breadcrumbs throughout our lives leading us to our ultimate destination and passions. When you look back on things that you have achieved, a lot of times you are using those qualities and they're being challenged in the right way and you're standing out in comparison to others because that's where your voice should be used. My second last suggestion is looking up to people you admire. And I know you guys are probably all thinking about me, like I'm flattered, thank you. But think about someone other than me that you admire. What qualities does that person possess? Maybe it's someone who's in a higher power in a profession that you're desiring. Or maybe it's a parent or an uncle or an aunt or your next door neighbor who's always running five miles every morning. Think about what you admire about that person and how that reflects in your own life. And that's not looking down on yourself like, holy shit, that guy runs five miles and I don't run any. Like, I'm a fucking loser. It's not even that. It could just be like his motivation to get up every day and do something consistently. When you find that that resonates with you, that could be something that helps you find your voice. And lastly, if you need help, a really good suggestion is to always look for friends or family or people that know you best. Those are people who love you and know you for who you are, and they can guide you in that right direction. And again, I want to caution everybody from not letting outside perspectives completely overpower discovering your own personal voice because you're the one in control of your life and you don't want others dictating that. But using the people that you love and who love you oftentimes help guide you to that point. So as I discussed before with the target audience, I kind of want to come back to that and say that the same goes for life. For me personally, I'm looking for my target audience for this. I'm looking for who lines up, who I'm supposed to be aiming these messages at. But when you really think about it, that's exactly like the people you're surrounding yourself with in life. You can't bend yourself to try to be someone you're not, to fit in with people that you don't even like. 
when you just take a step back and fucking relax and do what makes you happy while being the person you were born to be, your target audience will find you and stay. The people who love you and your voice for their originality will be there. So why does it matter if the people who don't even love your originality for that aren't there to stick around? They don't need to. When you're doing what you are supposed to be doing and what you're meant to do, things will line up and people will stick. It'll resonate with the right people. It'll reach the right people, hit the right people. But why does it matter if the people who don't won't be sticking around anyways? Okay, (laughs) who hurt me? (laughs) Like, am I okay? Everyone listening is like, girl, you don't need a target audience. You need fucking therapy. (laughs) Seriously, I'm not trying to rant. I'm also really not trying to turn this podcast into a TED Talk. That's not the goal. But I figured that since it related to me right now, I can relate it to all of you guys. And also, so I was at the bar this weekend and (laughs) I know guys, I'm fucking cool. Get over it. I know. But I was talking about this whole topic with a couple of people and one of my guy friends just released music on Spotify. Sly shout out. Go check him out at Aaron Collins, Suede City. It's great. Shout out, Aaron. Um, But (laughs) he was saying how before he released his music, he sent it to a few people and obviously received little suggestions here and there. But he got to the point where he was like, you know what? this is my music, fuck it, I'm just going to post it. Like, I'm going to release it, I'm going to do what I want, follow what I think is right, and I'm just going to go for it. And I think that that is something that really resonated with me, and not because at this point I was on my fourth vodka soda, but because there is such a vulnerability of putting yourself out there, and you want it to be perfect, but it really never is going to be. And that's not to say that Little criticisms and constructive comments are not appreciated because they so are. Like, shit, I need them. I'm doing this all completely on my own. If you can't hear me, please let me know. But there gets to be a point where you can only change things so much before your voice is not yours anymore. And when you stay aligned with yourself, things will line up regardless of the hundreds of mistakes that you will make. That's just life. That's how it goes. So moral of this whole rant here is we all have a voice. We all have a purpose on why we're here and it's not going to be the same as the person next to you. There are different steps that you can take to finding your voice, but ultimately taking a step back, assessing moments in your life where your strengths were shown, where you achieved or looking up to people you admire are all great suggestions on trying to figure that out. All right, before I get into my hot take section, I want to talk about something that my professor talked about today. Today was my last day of classes, so I had my criminology class this morning, and my professor is by far one of the very best I've had at school. Like, he is so amazing and just one of those people that you can tell is so intelligent and so knowledgeable on what he talks about, cares a lot what he's teaching, and the dude's just a genius. He has a lot of academic studies out and has opportunities to speak at Ivy League schools, but he continues to stay here because he says he doesn't want to be surrounded by those people and he doesn't want to have to wear a suit and tie to work every day. So respect, we love it. But he used the last class not to talk about key points from the semester or stuff to study for the exam like a normal professor would. He used it to talk about how What he learned in college and life after college is so applicable to not only all of us, but his life moving forward. And right when he pulled up, 
the little points that he was making on his little presentation. It resonated so well with me, not only because it was what I talked about on today's episode, but just because it's so important. And I love hearing about this stuff. I obviously love talking about it. So I wanted to share it with you guys. So just real quickly, he was talking about how you do not need to conform. That was his biggest thing. Be the voice. Don't be the echo. He's like, life here is not guaranteed. Your next day is not guaranteed at all. So why on earth would you waste it doing something that you don't want to do? Why would you waste it following what other people are doing or saying what they're saying, wearing what they're wearing instead of just doing what you want to do and what makes you happy? And that literally aligned perfectly with what we talked about today. But he pulled up a quote that I absolutely loved and I wanted to share to just finalize the last points for my finding your voice topic. It says, do not ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And I think that that is absolutely perfect and could not be more relevant to today's life because especially in today's society, I feel like everyone's just stressed or rushed or angry or crabby or just total douchebag. I don't know. I feel like no one has that passion anymore. Everyone just gets caught up in the nine to five of what they feel like they should be doing. And no one has that love for what they do and for life. And that is so badly what the world needs. Because when you have that love for life and that excitement to live your day-to-days and you find what makes you happy, it inspires other people around you to do the same thing. Everything in life really is a domino effect. It is. And that kind of contradicts the uniqueness that I've been saying about finding your voice. But it's true because you can inspire others around you to just go for it. Do what they want to do. Find their voice and be that voice and not the echo like he said. So there's a little word um, for my professor. It's not the criminology statistics that he usually talked about, but I love him. He's great, and I'm going to miss the class. But anyways, what you've been waiting for, the hot take section. This is something I have felt strongly about, I think, for as long as I can remember. I'm not super sure if it's like a hot take or just something that doesn't get talked about enough because I feel like most people will agree with me. Okay. Four o'clock is the worst time of day. Absolutely terrible, headache fuel, worst time of the day. And here's why. So it's usually like after work or after class or as classes and work are winding down, whatever. But it's not dinner yet. So do you eat a snack? Because you're starving. You've been out the whole day. But it can't be too big because do you go work out? Do you have plans after You eat this snack, like what's going on? And maybe you're starving, but you can't have a huge meal because it's not dinner time yet. And maybe you're exhausted, so you take a nap. But you take a nap and it ruins your night or it ruins your sleep or it just makes you feel worse and more tired and you want to go back to bed. But like I said, you're exhausted. And usually at this point of day, the sun is at that nauseating point where there are no UV rays, but it's just bright and screaming at you for being inside and being lazy. And it makes you feel so guilty because it's technically still daytime and you should be doing stuff, right? That's exactly how everyone feels. Or on the contrary, it's like how it is now and it's dark at four o'clock and you just want to take a nap. But like I said, you don't want to feel lazy and you don't want to ruin your night's sleep. But then do you continue doing your homework and your work? Like you've been doing it all day. You don't want to keep straining your brain like that. And it's just 
It's such a terrible time, and I honestly think for me this came from high school because I would always have practice after school that would start at 4 o'clock, so maybe it's just ingrained in my brain that I don't like 4 o'clock because it's such, like, an extension on the day. Like, what do you do? Also, once you hit 5 o'clock, I feel like dinner's acceptable. Like, you're kind of approaching, I would argue, the nighttime, and you have more of an agenda, maybe your plans are set, But at four o'clock, you still usually don't really know what you're doing. It's not time to get ready. It's not time to get drunk. It's not time to eat. It's just time to like sit there and feel stressed like you should be doing something, but you don't want to be doing anything. And also, if you go with that gut and you don't do anything and you chill out and watch Netflix or relax at four, it still feels like the middle of the day and it still feels like you're being lazy. I really hope people aren't listening to this. <laughs> like, I really don't feel that way, Katie. I think that this is just a personal problem for you. But I have felt like this for so long. Also, on the opposite end, 4 o'clock in the morning is the same thing. Same goes for 4 o'clock in the a.m. I just feel like it's such an awkward time. Because, like, people stay up until, like, 11, 12, even 2, like, every night. You can manage. I feel like that's normal. And when you push three, yeah, that's late, but you can still manage it. It still feels like you're hovering from the night before and just staying up super late. And even in like the people I surround myself with and like life where I am now, if you have a night out, staying out or up until 3 a.m. is basically normal. Like you can still be out at three. You're still up at three. That's very normal. But when you're approaching that four o'clock, it's like, shit, it's almost sunrise. Like no point in sleeping now. And then opposite end for people who wake up early I feel like waking up at 6 a.m is normal for some people not me but the same goes for five o'clock I know some people again these are adults they're not me but I know some people that wake up at five and you could argue that that's like just being an early riser that's normal you're getting up you're getting your day started early completely fine but if you're an early riser at four you're insane like you're not even rising you're just coasting from the night before Shit, you're waking up at four and it's probably still the night before. Like, damn, this is the middle of the night. It's too early to start my day. It's too early to do anything. And it's also like you're on four hours or maybe even three hours of sleep and can't form a sentence. What are you even supposed to do? It's just terrible, awkward time of day. If you don't feel that way, I'm jealous of you. And hey, maybe use that weird, awkward time to be productive or go work out, go for a run and maybe do something that you look forward to. So it's not a terrible time. And if you're listening to this at four o'clock, you're welcome for making that awkward time better. So anyways, that is all I have for today's episode. I hope I encourage you to go out there, find your own voice. I hope you use the little tips or techniques that I gave to help aid you in that process. And lastly, you know the drill. Own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. See you next Tuesday.